Hello and welcome to Born Offside. It is with a very sad and heavy heart that I have to reveal that my co-host and former friend, Dave, has left us. Just 24 hours or so ago, he has well, it was taken away from us, really, suffering from a horrible case of too much football. In his place has been left a blubbering, nonsensical vegetable of a man. At first glance, he may appear to be okay, but after a few words, you clearly realize that he has lost all sense of reality. He's incapable of proper speech. Uh, he cannot put any anything together, uh, even one coherent sentence, really. Uh, he just constantly mumbles gibberish, like spurs in the semis and under his breath and stuff like that. And Sissoko and you know, things like, you know. Anyway, and so on. Uh, I, I, I want to ask you to join me together in solidarity with me, Jason, as I somehow try to get through a whole podcast with this pathetic, tiresome, insufferable oath of a man. God help me. This is going to be horrible. Go to gofundme.prayforjason.com now. Every penny you give can go towards trained hitman. Oh, and uh, by the way, he also did this running order just before he left us, so just be prepared for that as well. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Born Offside, a very, very special edition indeed. I'd like to say very special edition. I think they're all special. Uh, um, don't, don't you think so, uh, Man Replacing Dave? This is the specialist. Dave? This is the specialist no, is it? of all the podcasts. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, uh, England beating Colombia on penalties. Was that uh, oh, not Colombia? Yes, it was Colombia. That was, that was good. There you go. First ever penalty. You know, and then, uh, you know. But it was okay, a fair long enough, not making time it through. ago. And it was, I'm, so you can't I'm feel the specialness current. anymore. I'm very it's current. been replaced by a new specialness. Yes, new specialness is here. It's here, and it, and right, it, okay. ha- and it, has, a, and it has three letters. And those letters are V-A-N-R. <laughs> All right. All right, okay, they're V-A-N-R. And I guess I did get a kind of special one for me last, last week as well, on the last podcast as well with Southampton, managing to, to get no into a place of almost safety. but. We're just no. talking about, I'm just, it's just a comparative, that's all. Fine. Nothing more. Let's, let's do our podcast all right. night after the most famous game of all time by discussing uh, all right, this all right. squad. Let's do that. All that right. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Uh, we had... <laughs> we had the uh, we had the Champions League uh, uh, quarterfinals uh, uh, during which we had uh, 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 on the Tuesday it was Barcelona uh, uh, getting through and uh, probably not surprisingly I think uh, um, Barcelona getting through against Manchester United we'll talk a little bit about that uh, um, uh, a bit later on uh, the other one which was really quite a great one an amazing match Juventus being knocked out by Ajax uh, as well to reach the uh, uh, the 
semi-finals for the first time in ah, about 20 years, I believe, or so. So uh, uh, well done to Ajax. Uh, but on Wednesday, apart from the Liverpool uh, 4, Porto 1 mauling, we also had a very, very special football match. One that was will probably live in, uh, you know, historically, probably live in the annals of, uh, of, of, I don't know, choose a farm animal, for example. And uh, somewhere in, in the annals of, of a farm animal, somewhere, it was uh, Everton Ladies 1, Birmingham City Women <laughs> 3. A fantastic match, which really epitomized everything that we have been uh, uh, wanting. Kagman, after eight minutes, put Everton Ladies ahead. Lad, uh, which is quite a funny name for a girl called Lad, put uh, Birmingham City uh, level one all after nine minutes and of course it was white the uh, amazing white lady who put uh, Birmingham City ahead on 34 and then cleared it up on 67 minutes that what people shouted from the from the stands look white lady it's the white lady white 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 lady and lad the lad (laughs) scored first someone needs to check him her check her what's what's up with that lad anyway that Um, so apart Wait, from that, sorry, no, male, no there must be a male. There must be a male player called Lass somewhere. Oh yes, there, may, there probably is. There probably is. Yeah, we'll have to look it up. I, I feel Poor like Lass. he's probably Polish. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, it could be. You're certainly Eastern European or something. Yeah, yeah. I like that. All right, okay. Uh, but apart from the uh, obviously the two matches which happened in the FA Cup Women's Super League, uh, there was also the small matter of the Champions League, the last match of the Champions League, uh, which uh, saw Manchester City knocked out of the Champions League quarterfinals uh, for the second year running uh, uh, against this time uh, uh, and against English opposition uh, once again, this time against Tottenham. And Son Hyun Min and his boys with a capital Z at the end. Now, um, uh, uh, we've got a lot to talk about, obviously, but we'll try to do it really quickly. No. Uh, so that we can this get through. This podcast is and, going to take uh, three hours. Get ready. You better not take three hours, for goodness sake. Mate, um, uh, obviously, it's, it's, it's been about 24 hours or so, or maybe a little bit, 36 hours or so since the... Is it 24 hours? 40, 24, 24 hours. hours since the it's about 24, 24 hours since the game. The dust has settled. No, it hasn't. Uh, um, still up. Just ch- dust is everywhere. <laughs> it's fucking dusty. Oh my lord! Dust everywhere. Maybe in your house the dust is everywhere because you're still stamping around all over the place, keeping it up in the air. But the dust has purely, surely settled uh, in many other people's homes and stuff. Uh, so, mate, uh, um, first of all, just 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 uh, obviously gone. Indulge us with your feelings about how this rates, as a Spurs fan, how this rates uh, um, uh, in terms of matches uh, that you have ever been through. Mate, this was... Don't cry. The Don't cry. greatest single <laughs> football match of all time. My one overwhelming emotion is that people who don't watch football, your lives are interminably worse from the fact that you didn't get to enjoy the spectacle that was this game. Like, mate, you, you know the great, the really truly great uh, R&B and, and jazz and, and indeed country singer Ray Childs. You know, he didn't give any of his money 
to to societies for the blind because i mean ray charles was famously blind himself but he didn't give mm-hmm. any of the any of his fortune any of his philanthropic uh activities none of it went to blindness charities it all went to charities for the deaf because ray charles understood to be not able to hear music was a curse for someone to go through and i feel a similar level of empathy for those who don't get football because last night was the single most beautiful collection of narrative and drama and just mate it was beautiful it was oh, I didn't epic it was Sorry. shut up it was wonderful <laughs> it was it was oh mate can we go through it minute by minute can, can we start with minute oh, one dear. minute one was cagey i felt as a minute like it's, hang on hang on before you before before you uh, start before you start um I kind of, I kind of feel a little bit for what you said. And Gary Lineker had a nice tweet go up, didn't he, as well, saying that, uh, uh, you know, I feel for those who don't know anything about football, and uh, I think troll football as well. There was a, a nice tweet by them, uh, which basically showed, um, I can't remember who it was, but I think it was a couple of famous, famous ex-football players, Mario Melchiot, and uh, uh, a couple of others, maybe Carrigo, whatever, all in the middle of a football pitch, um, as if they were sort of about to start commentating on a football match and they were all looking down at the grass and the caption at the bottom was a moment's silence for all those who don't appreciate football and i thought that was just beautiful it was just beautiful it was very very nice and from a uh just very quickly from a non-spurs or manchester city fan from a from from a partisan who from a neutral yes uh who who wanted to you know, who wanted to see a good match, you know, and who knew that it was going to be a good match, but who thought quite possibly it would be far more attritional than it was. Um, even from, from my point of view, and I, I, I don't often do this. I watched the, the whole game a second time uh, this morning as well. So uh, uh, just goes to show, like I thought it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, quite an amazing football match and uh for anyone who hasn't watched the match it is and again for anyone who loves football hasn't watched the match maybe even has watched the highlights i do suggest that you do watch the whole match because it does keep you on 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 can i also say from first-hand experience if you've watched the highlights in english they are just as good in Mm -hmm. french in arabic Mm -hmm. and indeed in dutch because those are the languages that i have watched them in (laughs) since they took place that is what I've you, been doing all you, day. That and listening to White Snake on repeat. <laughs> you know that song? Here I go again on my own. Oh God, for God's sake, no, stop it right now. You need some, you need to take some medicine, I think. All right, okay, let's get on with this because uh, uh, obviously there's, uh, we've got other stuff to talk about as well. No, we haven't. Don't own it. No, we do. We do. And we said this at the beginning of the season, mate. We're not going to just be focusing on our teams. This is not a Tottenham podcast. This is not a Southampton podcast. Right, this is a Premier right. League podcast. All right? So this was the greatest game try to keep of all a- times. <laughs> try to keep a lid on it a little bit. Jesus Christ, if you keep going like this, I will not be able to make it through to the end of this. All right. Okay. Let's start with the game, mate. Uh, minute uh, one. Minute one. Look, <laughs> <coughs> The amazing thing about this game was how 
how amazingly fast it started. And it was just, mate, there was just, hey, there I were I no defenses. Can no I defenses. ask you an honest question? Like an honest, honest, like question. You can try. You can try. When this game started, the first thing that I said was, why are they playing in the same color? Like, was it just me? Or was the, 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 the two kits were so similar that it took me a good amount of time to, to get adjusted to it. And even like later on in games, there were Tottenham defenders making clearances with, with their heads. And I thought, oh my God, it's a certain goal. And then part of me has gone, why is he headed it that? Oh, it was one of our players. Was it just me? Or was <laughs> it like, um, and maybe I have a degree of colorblindness, but they looked remarkably similar, the kits, no? Yeah, yeah, no, no, they did. Um, I, I, in fact, there was, it's funny that you mentioned it. There was one point where De Bruyne passes the ball back uh, from the middle of the midfield back to the defense to restart and attack again. And I swear for a second, I thought he'd passed it straight to Sun. And like, and in, in my mind, my image went suddenly of the whole scenarios of De Bruyne having to forgive, uh, to, 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 to ask for forgiveness because he couldn't recognize the fact that it wasn't one of his players. So yeah, I'm with you on that. They were very, very, very similar, but it didn't seem to put them off that well, or did, or did it? Or did it? Nobody, or did nobody, it? Who knows? Like, mate, well, nobody came out and complained about it. So, um, yeah, no, I, I didn't hear any of the commentators complaining about it either, but, um, but I'm with you. I'm with you. I did, I did, um, I did because, feel as though they were quite similar. Yeah. But like four goals in 11 minutes, mate, less than 11 minutes. I think the fourth goal goes in at like 10 minutes, 30 seconds. Insanity. It really was. It was, uh, and and it was lovely to hear the commentators echoing that as well. Because if you know, I mean, and you have to feel sorry for anyone who got up and made a cup of tea during that point, or for anyone who came. Can you imagine anyone? I think commentators actually mentioned it as well. Anyone who came in late and left early during that match. (laughs) (laughs) What have I missed? missed What have I missed? Everything, (laughs) mate. Every. Sit down, watch the rest of this. I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. All right, oh, I'm gonna fuck off. Yeah, this calls is, him this later. What did I miss? Done. Idiot. Everything. <laughs> um, mate, the first goal, right? Remember? Yeah. Can you remember it? it was, Beautiful goal, mate. When the when the Beautiful. game was when the game was played back afterwards, and you show the highlights, and they were showing this goal again, I legitimately yeah. turned to my missus and went, "Wasn't that a week ago?" That, that 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 goal was a week ago wasn't it like was that tonight it was just what football does to you just what football was, does to you I, it was i've watched it back trippier has got to show him down the line and doesn't yeah but i think he thinks that from sterling it's it's a fan it is yes. yeah yes i think he thinks that he that sterling's looking to do that city thing which they always do where they skim you on the outside roll it across the box and the other fullback is there to tap it in. Is there to tap it in the back post? Yeah, or Aguero or something. Uh, but he doesn't. He knocks it in, you know, gets it out of his feet and, and it's a beautiful curler. I think Lloris, no chance. Um, Trippier, yeah, maybe. And Alderweireld as well. Uh, yes. I think it seems, underneath it. Like but it's so minimal. It's almost like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to say that he did... I think it's just a natural human body instinct to, to kind of 
you know, shrink a little bit within yourself, you know, to hope that you don't get hit, you know, so, but it just so happens to just, you know, and even then I think it might be have just skimmed off the top of his head and gone in. So, um, no, it was very good. Uh, it was very good. And, uh, and that was after three minutes. Um, two. Mate, in the running order here, you should, you should have put the minutes down for each one. That's what you should have I done. should have. Goal two. Okay. Yeah. Goal two. Mate, you start talking about it and I'll go get the minutes. All right. So goal two was, yep. uh, Literally seconds afterwards, and, and from what I can remember of it, Deli Ali somehow has the ball, attempts to play this reverse pass into Ericsson. Deli Ali, by the way, was shocking all night. He, mm. he, it was, I kept saying that, that it looks as if like, this was a FIFA game, and lots of people have said this, that, that like, I went to watch a FIFA game. Like, it was like two people yeah. play, playing FIFA. And... And Deli Ali seemed to have been set on a setting where he was playing at half speed to everyone else. Like, I yep. really, I thought he had an atrocious game. And only Llorente looked slower than him when Llorente came. Anyway, <laughs> so, but anyway, but, so he tries to play this reverse pass ball into Ericsson. It doesn't work. And Emmerich Laporte, clearly the previously unflappable, um, faultless, I think, Emmerich Laporte, decides, yep. you know what might be fun? Is if I give them an away goal. Like, <laughs> I think Emmerich Laporte in that moment was a defender of narrative, was a defender of interest, was a defender of fun. And just thought to himself, what happens if I give it to Sunday? Oh, it's a goal. But, but then the other inexplicable thing about that goal is, what's Edison up to? Like, um, yeah, well, I mean, he's, he, he, he fully believes that it's going one way and then it goes the other, that's all. And there was, because uh, there wasn't a deflection on the shot, but it almost looked like it was scuffed a little, didn't it? So, um, yeah, I think Sun, Sun didn't hit it as quite as clean as he wanted. To. I mean, he's, he's hit it with power because mm. it's, it's beaten Edison's foot, but I don't get why Edison's dived the way he has as early as he has. Is that is is that just me? Uh, Mate, I'm 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 sorry. You know how bad I am at maths, yeah. I'm sitting here trying to calculate when the goals went in, and uh, I just can't do it. <laughs> the minutes are all messing my head up. Read to me what it says. Okay, it says Sterling four. Yeah. Sterling four. Son seven. Uh-huh. Son ten. Uh-huh. Bernardo eleven. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Sterling twenty-one. Those those are all correct numbers. All right. Okay. So five goals in twenty minutes, basically. Four, bang, go- bosh. four goals in eleven. Double, double, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yes, absolutely. Um, mate, should we just? Do you want to just give uh, Sonny a little bit of a uh, bit of credit and say that he gave Edison the eyes? Possibly, yeah. maybe. But let's definitely give Sonny credit for his second and the game's third yes. goal. Because that was a beauty. It was a beauty. And also there was this moment with it that when Ericsson passes yep. the ball across to him and he has the first touch that he has, I knew he'd yes. going to score. And not only did yes. I know he was going to score, I knew where he was going to put it as well. In yes. the oppo- yep. opposite Deli, top right corner. Deli Ali was in the way. Yeah, that was the only thought, worry. Oh, get out. Get out the way, mate. <laughs> yeah. And like, it, and I think my sounds, and this might be something we returned. I think my sound at the point was, "Kill him, Sonny!" Like, 
like stick the knife in and he did he stuck oh, it God. right in but the thing There's, is we, yeah, that, we did it too early like we all we did was upset the whole them. thing was too early yeah yeah <laughs> and then i thought goal four still not 10 whole minutes in now are we are we now 10 whole minutes anyway goal four pretty much fourth goal mate how many games in your life of football have you watched where you don't even get to two goals and it's 10 minutes and we're already at four like and i've I've seen games where there's been four goals in 10 minutes but halfway through the game never at the beginning of a match like that never i mean not unless it was a sunday league uh uh you know match that i'm playing in yeah the only match i yeah well yeah the only match I can remember where, like, the sheer glut of goals took me by so much surprise was the, was the Germany-Brazil semi-final. Like, yes, yes, yes. In a different way, though, because they were all obviously going in at one end. But Yes, totally. Totally. But that but, was, and that was also spread over, uh, over the first half. That was five in the first half, was it? But there was a period there where they scored four in very quick succession from like 11 till 21 or something. So that, that was it as well. But it was, similar amount of like you said, it was, time. yeah, but it wasn't ding dong. Like you said, it was all one, it was all one team. So this made people kind of attempt to recalculate maths with the way goal rules things going on. And with every goal gone in, you're like, City got to score four now. Hang on, <laughs> and even the, even the commentator was like, you know, they've got to score at least three. And then Sonny scores. He's got, they've got to score at least four. But <laughs> well, they've already scored one. And it was, it was, so they only <laughs> was, but yeah, exactly. Three more. That's right. Yeah. I'm sure he was going to get wrong pretty much all the time. Um, and uh, yeah, there was so much stuff that, there was so much Wait, stuff that was the happening. First, it was the first attack, the first attack that happened after the fourth goal, was legitimately disappointing because it didn't result in a goal. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But even the fourth goal, uh, uh, Bernardo Silva's uh, uh, goal uh, on eleven minutes, when it went in, it, I didn't think it was going to go in. I thought he. I mean, fair enough. He was in acres of space out on the on, on the right hand side. But like, absolutely, yeah, he was acres. Did no one but, think but, that he might be but, out there? But the ball was on his right foot. So I. He, but he chopped it into his left foot, and I thought, once he chopped it in on his left foot, there was loads of defenders covering the line, and there was no way that that ball was going to go in. But it just, it comes off the arm, the the back, and the arm of Rose, and just kind of tr- wrong foots. Luis, and then it's on the and it's two two, and it's uh, and it's two two, and you're thinking, City still got to score two more, and no, do you know still what thinking, my my what? emotional thought process at that point was? I was like, it's over, it's done. They it's like, they needed they needed, you're gonna lose six two. They needed three, and they've already got one after forty seconds. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> this is going to be done at halftime, and then, sure enough, it only took another ten minutes for them to get the third, the fifth game of the yes. fifth goal of the evening. Which well, I'm yep. trying to remember which one that is. That's Sterling's second. Yeah, from the amazing bendy Kevin De Bruyne ball thing, where where like yes, Kevin, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne is like quickly. There's a play. There's a there's an iPad game that you can play where you you pass the ball from one player to another and you draw the line with your finger on the iPad, 
and Kevin De Bruyne's ball across to Sterling was as if he had gone pause and then got out his giant screen and gone eh? like with his finger as like I want it to bend. Curl, bend away from all of those men and bend in towards this man here and and it's done that <laughs> And mate, can I just have a word for Kevin De Bruyne? Because I thought Kevin De Bruyne's performance was unreal. Mm. I thought he it was, really was. He was fantastic. Uh, How he's ended up on the losing side, no one. I thought he was absolutely tremendous. However, he does walk around with this. I was a ginger kid growing up, and people bullied me. Disposition that's terribly annoying. True, it's true, it's true, it's true. That's, but put that to one side and, and, and yeah, think oh, yes. about his football. And I think that that performance by him to, you know, in 90 minutes as well, it wasn't even, it wasn't even extra time and penalties, you know. There wasn't even that much football. It was just a 90-minute match and he played unbelievably all the way through it. Well, and, didn't, didn't he get three, uh, three assists? Yeah. He did, didn't he? I think, I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he got three assists, yeah, yeah. He got, he got three assists. He and got people the assist talk more. a lot about who the who the successor to Messi and Ronaldo is going to be. And it was Neymar and obviously Mbappe's name comes up, but just from the sheer unplayability, two footedness, Mm. like he sees passes that on TV, you don't see. Like I can understand that he can see a pass that another player on the pitch wouldn't see, but like you're on TV with a camera up in the stands and like, you know, you're, you yeah, know, commonly yeah. I watch a football match and I'm going, he's in space, he's in space, play it right, play it right. Give there's it a man him. over, there's a man yeah. over, give it to him. Like, and then De Bruyne does things where you're like, oh, there's a man there. Oh, it's going to be a goal now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he does, he does, he does those beautiful ones where you're going, pass it to him. He's out on the left and said, oh, what have you done? Oh, that's a much better pass. Oh, yeah. Your oh, pass. Yeah, oh, wait. Okay. It's yeah. 6 now. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> it's true. Through the eye of a needle means nothing to him. You know, he, uh, he, 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 he threads them. He really does. And he passes them in, with, with such with speed as well. I, mean, I think that's one of the, the key things that people probably don't realize as well. You need to know the kind of pass that that he's going to make. And when he makes that pass, you need to have a, an, an immaculate first touch. Because if you don't, um, you know, you're in stuck, you know, and uh, you, you're not going to be able to control that ball. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're Benteke, for example, forget it. You can't play with De Bruyne. You know, you just, it's just <laughs> impossible. Every time he passes the ball into you, it's ben, gone. You know, ben, it's, Benteke, the point? Benteke turns up at Man City and De Bruyne goes, no. 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 No, you're lost. Next, <laughs> you, you, you can't. Must have I already have to play with you in Belgium sometimes. Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> no, he he was fantastic, and um, uh, and he can dribble. You do too. have to feel a bit sorry. It's not well, when you when you say with the um, when you say who's going to take over from the mantle from Messi and Ronaldo when they both go, the the thing with with De Bruyne, however, is that we're all very we are all very naive and 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 silly with these things, and we don't often see a player for the real quality that he is, and we we go with goals, you know, unless they score goals, we don't give them uh, the FIFA you know Ballon d'Ors, do we? So we, we we're a bit terrible that way. I'm with you. I think this guy has got all the potential to start even maybe, you know, putting his nose in now whilst Messi is still kind of around. But Messi, yeah, okay. Messi's still got a couple of years left in, in him. Fair enough. But, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, De Bruyne is, 
is is good, but it's it's going to be someone who scores more goals unless De Bruyne can start scoring, you know, 20, 20 30 a season. But I don't think he can because that's not his position. He's he's much, I think much he, deeper than that. You know? I think he could if he wanted to. But also, mate, you do have to question whether or not a ginger man can win the Ballon d'Or. I think it's just mm, not in the spirit of what French football intended when it created the Ballon d'Or. I, I feel like the, the, the men who made that award would have gone, uh, oh, oh, and uh, uh, Jean-Christophe, one last thing, uh, no gingers. Oh, oh, si, 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 no gingers. Ce n'est pas le ginger. Oh, oui, 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 no, no ginger. Uh, so that's why Kevin De Bruyne will never win that award. Anyway, back to the commentary Nous on golf. Nous ne comprenons pas ginger. C'est pas un couleur. C'est pas un couleur ici, hein? Si, no, si. No, no. Me gusto, me gusto. Uh, um, but Louise, it is a color. No, <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was the incredible yeah, bendy, yeah, maybe, bendy ball for goal five. And then that just felt yeah. like, all right, the inevitable is happening. A little slower than the previous inevitable, but still happening nonetheless. We somehow yep. get through to half time, And that's the point at which you realize, God, there's another 45 minutes of this. Yes. This and City only need one goal. They, they only need one goal. And, yeah. and the second half starts and you're like, this won't take long. This, this, no. <laughs> this, this, it was straight in, wasn't it? It was well, no, the, straight the weird, in. The weird was, thing was, is one, it took 15 minutes to come which was like a good 15 times longer than I thought it was going to take. Oh, no, but the relentless pressure. Oh, yeah, that started the in... pressure, yeah, yeah. That was immediate. It was incredible. It was, it was wonderful to watch. Well, in um, a way... But the, yeah, the goal did take In a way, it had started already. I mean, Musa Sissoko, mate, words that I never oh. thought I would utter. Musa Sissoko went off with an injury and I felt yeah. desperation. <laughs> oh dear oh he got a yellow card as well for for that gamesman i loved him for it. i loved him yeah, for yeah. It. like he, he really like... did a ronaldo i think uh, uh on that didn't he ronaldo in the final of the uh, european championship you know the one that yeah. portugal won do you remember yes. that one yes i remember that yeah. one anyway um yeah the thing that happened previously in time <laughs> yeah but the weird he did thing... that as well went down three times but the yeah weird, the weird thing about city's uh, fourth, yes, fourth goal was that mm. just before it, Tottenham had a little flurry. Uh, Son was played through, mm. I think, by Mora, and company had to make a desperate last-ditch tackle. Uh, Llorente has a much better chance than others, where he heads it straight at Edison, doesn't make a proper connection, and Ericsson drives one straight at Edison, and yeah, that was straight at him. Yeah, yeah. But like, he had all the opportunity in the world to put it one side or the other. Perhaps he watched Sonny's effort in the first first half and thought, no, where you hit it is right at him and wait for him to dive out the way. Anyway, it didn't work. Watch this. And then as, as that little flurry had happened, I thought, well, now, now they're going to kill us. And they did. De, Bru- De Bruyne, mm. like, clearly was just like, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of all of you making fun of how ginger I am. I'm going to go past four of you and I'm going to lay it on a plate to Sergio Aguero, who frankly, by dyeing his hair, is taking the piss out of me as well. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And he did, mate. Aguero! Oh, dear. Mate, mate. You must have sunk. You must have sunk. 
I must have sunk, it must have sunk, but it did also hit me in that moment, and it's been put to me since that that Sergio Aguero bears a remarkable resemblance to like being the Argentine Philip Schofield. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll go with you on it. I'm not a no, big. Who, who's Philip Schofield? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you didn't I have no watch, idea. No, you grew up in Portugal, didn't you? Oh, right. No, I grew up in Portugal. Who is this yeah. guy? Philip Schofield. Does he look like Schofield? I think you're just looking for an, an old man with white hair, and Philip Schofield is one, <laughs> from what I can see. Oh, Schofield, did he do. Oh, I recognize him from something. Oh, anyway. Oh, he's famous. Oh, anyway. Oh, he's changed. He, he was different when he was younger. Oh, he looks... Oh, dear. Oh, no, that's not good. What happened to him? His ears. What happened to his ears? Jesus. This, Sorry, this, am I just saying what many people have said over the last 20 years? Mate, that we could start a separate podcast on Jason reacts to photos of men. Um, <coughs> sorry, sorry. His ears, they've gone back. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Look, um, <laughs> like, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe Aguero could, could very well do. And, uh, mate, that was, it was a beautiful goal, the Aguero goal. And, and when it happened, it was, yeah, pretty unbelievable. Um, because we were looking at a, a roller coaster match, you know, that, of, uh, like no other, you know, like no other that I've seen in a very, very long time. But, but like the kind of match that, that we can come to expect at this stage of the season. Have you noticed as well that it's not the four, first 4-3 four, that we've seen. We've seen a, a, a good few battles at the Anfields and the Newcastles versus Liverpools and the, you know, in the past where, you know, you know, the lead has changed quite a lot and it's been one of those heart-stopping, you know, palpitating matches and and this really had that as well and um but mate i'm i've been waiting for this i want to get onto the lorente uh, uh goal because uh, that's where i'm why well why not well why not well, because we all know that it was definitely and, and we said this in the last one as well in 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 the game where ben me the ball comes off the hand of ben me it's the, the kind of one where we hate to see it given as a penalty. It gets given as a penalty because officially it touches his hand. And so therefore it is a penalty, but we hate to see it given, right? Without no. a doubt, without a doubt, wait, 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 wait. Without that a doubt, that ball penalty. comes off Llorente's, without a doubt, that ball comes off his hand and then goes onto his hip and then goes into the goal. Except the fact that there was only one angle, one camera angle that actually shows that. And the referee has not shown that for the, ref, for the, for the VAR. And we can see what the referee is being shown on the VAR. And during the time that the VAR is going, I am shouting at the TV going, Wrong angle, wrong angle. Change Why the angle because that's not the. Oh, oh, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, change the angle, mate. Change it. And then they change the angle, but they change it to another wrong angle. I was like, not that angle, not that angle. It's from how many angles do you want behind the goal? <laughs> I want the right angle. That's what I want. I want the right angle. The one from behind the goal where clearly you can clearly see that it comes off his hand first, and then it hits his thigh. But the referee gets given two angles where it is, is obvious. Two angles is not. Who needs no, the, the two, two angles. angles? Those two angles, it's obvious. You know where I'm coming from, though, right? You've seen that angle. You've seen the angle where it comes. I haven't seen anything. Fuck. I don't know what you're terrible. About. You're terrible. You're terrible. All right, I'll send you a link. I'll put a link on the Born Offside website. I'm not, on the I'm not looking at it. I don't need to look. <laughs> I'll put it there. <laughs> 
I'll I'm only, tag you. I'm only I'll looking at official you. angles. Mate, I can't, look at your I can't look at your contraband <laughs> angles. I will not. It was not a contraband. It was shown on the night. It was shown on the night. I will not but sully anyway, my uh, internet history with your illegal angles. I'm not doing it. Oh, dear. All right. Look, the fact is, like, uh, what goal. I want to say is. That's the fact. You got a little bit lucky. You got a little bit hey, lucky. A little bit lucky. We got massively lucky. Like, this is not even the, the biggest slice of luck that we've had yet. <laughs> like, you can talk about the VAR, the VAR at the end. I don't think that's luck. He's offside. He's offside. He's offside. And that's it's by the letter of the law. It's incredible he's luck that he's offside. Like, Eric, he's actually, yes, it's true. He's actually running he's, back. Like, back. he's not he's running, running back and he doesn't towards goal. He's one, running yeah. back to goal. Like, that's like milliseconds away from him being onside. It's, In that sense, it's luck. Yes, fair enough. It could be construed as luck. The very, the very fact that VAR like... even exists is luck. You remember this time last, <laughs> yeah. this time last year when yeah. City had to overturn a 3-0 deficit that they'd let in at Liverpool and they scored one mm. goal like within minutes. I think Gabriel Jesus scored one. And then City mm. had a perfectly good goal disallowed. Do you remember, like just before mm. half time, and Guardiola yes, got yes, sent yes, to yes. the stands, and then that took all of the. And like Guardiola said after the game, like, and I felt for him. I really felt for him. He was like, last year we went out because we didn't have VAR, and this year we went out because we have VAR. Like, it, you've got yeah, to. Feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to feel. I for thought him. he took that. I thought he, he addressed everybody rather majestically did really really well and he said all the he said all the right things i know that everybody expects him to say all the right things but jesus christ how you manage to keep yourself together at a moment like that when people around you are asking you all these blooming questions in the heat of the moment in the heat of the moment like i don't even think i'd be able to to answer those questions at him a week later i know you you wouldn't be anywhere near it like you would have caused actual monetary damage to quite a lot of expensive equipment in that probably is that a mic give it to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would have been like that i really would have i would have been fuming i would have been worse than it would have been manchester city manager ruins greatest game of all time by assaulting five journos that's what it would have been (laughs) he was amazing uh and i'm really uh you know i'm I am in awe of the guy. I think he's a little bit crazy. I think he's a little bit of a lunatic. And I think, you know, if things had not gone his way in football with football and, you know, in, you know he would be a very, a very killer. dodgy geezer. Yeah, yeah. An extremely dodgy chap living in a small little house in a farm in the north of Spain. You know, that... Uh, anyway, uh, we'll stop it there. Um, <coughs> I think he's a fantastic man. And I think he's, he's, he's shown great grace uh, um, with everything that happened because a lesser manager, more of a Warnock style manager would have come out and just been and just, oh, can you imagine Warnock Warnock coming out after that game? It would have been, it would just been horrible to watch though. It would have been horrible, I think, you know, because he would have ruined the game, you know, he would have ruined the match and um, no, look, it was, it was fantastic. It was really good. Um, The, the Sterling, I must admit, when Sterling scored that goal, I was on my phone and I was just about to text you, gutted, mate. Uh-huh. I was just about to text it to you. I thought, 
and I was, I was just, just, I was just about to write it. I was just like, got it. And I looked up and it was weird. It was a weird VAR because no, nobody gave it. The ref didn't stop it. The linesman didn't put his flag up. It looked like a genuine goal. And the celebrations were mental, right? I mean, Guardiola and the whole team and everybody was running off into the corner. Um, mate, just tell us how you felt at that moment in, in those 30 seconds before VAR came out. So you have to pretense this with the, the five minutes or so, 10 minutes, let's, let's be honest, the 15 minutes since Llorente scored and what the yeah. mental space that I and my beloved missus were in watching this game is we were perched on the edge of the sofa and, and it was just like, kick it, kick it, kick it, get no, him, kill no, him, hurt no, him. No, 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 clip. no. Clear it, no. please clear it, please, God, clear it. <laughs> run, run, why aren't you running? God damn it, run, no, hey! Okay, back up, how many minutes left? 14, okay. 14. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, like, you're like, okay, it's 90, it's 90 minutes, okay, so how many left? Five, just five, five, okay, great. 92 and a half. And now yep. you've come to the point where you're like, if they score now, it's been cleared once. It's going yeah, yeah. to hurt. It's going to really hurt. It's going to yeah, hurt dramatically. Yeah. And this is Spurs. This is uh -huh. this is the Spursiest way to lose. <laughs> okay, like, now let me stop you. Hang on. Uh, now, the ball goes. The ball goes to Ericsson. All right, Ericsson with his with his back to Manchester City's goal decides that. For some reason, instead of just slamming it out, also, he's pass also, it back to also uh, of any not? player on yeah, the yeah. Tottenham team who I could have chosen to have the ball in that situation, the coldest mm -hmm. veins, the most clinical technician, the man who yeah. very, very rarely makes a bad decision. It would have been Christian Eriksen. It wasn't Victor Wanyama. It wasn't Fernando Llorente. No. It wasn't even Davison no. Sanchez. It was cultured midfield maestro genius. Top <laughs> echelons of world football, Christian Eriksen. Uh... And what does he do? Attempt a really, really stupid pass to Ben Davies. Like the stupidest decision I think, honestly, I still think the kits were still yeah. affecting him. Really. And I, or either that or just the sheer panic and he's just gone, oh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. One of them over there. And, <laughs> and it's gone. And Bernardo Silva puts his leg in mm. just to intercept it, doesn't he? And he just gets mm. the mildest of touches. Mm. And that mild of touches, from the moment it hits Bernardo's leg, it, it then Aguero's offside. Yes. From that, that little moment. Now, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, is it a back pass? He's intercepted it. Bernardo's not actually physically passing the ball. Does, it, doesn't because, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay, okay. It doesn't matter yeah. because Bernardo has stopped the ball from reaching its intended target. Because if Bernardo doesn't target. touch it, okay. it goes to, to Davis. And so, therefore, mm. Aguero is gaining an advantage from being in an offside position from a touch that's come off his, his own player. Okay. It, if, yep. if, if Bernardo had not deliberately attempted to get the ball, like, like if Ericsson had smacked it at him, and it, it, mm. it, then it would have been, been offside. But because, it, anyway, it was completely... It wouldn't have been offside. 
Yes. So it, it wouldn't have been a, but but he doesn't intentionally try to intercept it to pass the ball. He's no, just but he does intentionally. But he does intentionally touch the ball. But not but, with the intention of passing it. That to doesn't a matter. In an, in an that Come on, ma- that doesn't matter. Ah, the fact that he's intended ah, to right. touch the ball is what matters. <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay. And yep. then then Aguero races through, and then. Oh, and, and anyway, the ball goes in the net. I don't like to talk about it. It didn't even exist. And, I didn't <laughs> it. and it goes in the back of the net and I'm on the floor. Like I have sunk oh. to my knees and I am on the floor and I can hear from behind me my one and only true love screaming. And I'm literally say screaming. No, 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 no. Why, 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 why? And I feel in that moment, I wish I hadn't done this to her. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I put her through this. This is my fault. And, and it's just desperation and I, on the floor. And it's just, no, why? I think in both English and Korean. And, and mate, this is how I found out. Is that during the game, I take my phone and I place it, I place it face down. And I turn it off. Not, not, I mean, I turn mm. off notifications. I put it on silent. because, yeah. Purely because often um, other people want to text you during the game and their feed might yeah. be in front of your feed. And exactly. I don't want to know yeah. about Same a goal here. before it happens. So I, I push it face Same down. Here. And I only will start texting if we're 4-0 up or, or something. Or and you and I... And you and I, when we watch matches at the same time, we often say, how many seconds are you ahead? Blah, 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 yes. that stuff. Yes. Just to establish. Yeah, yeah. But I had last night eight people texting me and I can't tell them all what second I'm on. So I just put the, the phone down. No, no, fair enough. And I've, I've like, and the goal's gone in and I've picked up the phone just like out of an instinct. And I've looked at it mm. and I've gone, why is my BBC Sport football app not, not added the goal? You know, like it's because uh, what happened. they did, didn't they? No, no, didn't they, they didn't. didn't. No, they I didn't. Saw, I saw a frame saying that they had actually added. I saw, I'm, sure, I'm sure I saw a frame that said that they'd added the gold Not, sterling. Like that? Yes, yes, on the minute by minute. But the push notification ah. that comes to your phone, it didn't come mm. through. So, and the, mm. the, the weird thing was, is when Llorente scored, I couldn't take the, the three or four minutes of had it gone in, had it not gone in. And, and again, mm-hmm. again, my wife was shouting, it's hit his thigh, it's hit his thigh. And I'm like, it doesn't matter if it's hit his thigh. It matters what the Turkish man thinks. It doesn't matter what has <laughs> actually happened. It matters what the Turkish, and I'm looking at the phone going, the phone says it happened. The phone says it happened. It must have happened. The phone is in the future. It must have happened. So anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah. anyway, Back to the back to the to the Sterling non non goal, and then I look at my phone going, oh, "Hang on, there's not, there's not," and it's at that moment I dared to look back at the screen, and I saw on the screen, I, the commentary is a blur, mate. I can't remember what the commentator was saying, but I saw on the screen the still of yep. Aguero, and I shouted with all my heart, "He's off fucking side." He's off side. <laughs> For the love of God, check it. Somebody check it. 
And then the next thing you see is on on the Man City screen. The big screen. Yeah, on yeah. The no big goal. Screen. No goal. And yeah. mate, like I cheered as loudly as I cheered for any goal. Like it was <laughs> like Mate, you don't know. It's a weird thing to jump around your living room shouting, no goal, no goal, no goal. Like again and again and again. And people who tell you that VAR is not a good thing, they're wrong. It's, it's added drama. It's added emotion. You, mate. You, you, you. <laughs> Come on. Um, the, the only thing I would say about VAR is that it needs to get faster. It needs to get better because, um, you know, Sometimes it just takes a little bit too long, and and the that Arente Arente thing definitely to took too long. Well. Um, it took too long, and they kept looking at the wrong angles. You know, I just they thought, looked at all the like, angles. <laughs> Stop it with your illegal angles. All right. Anyway, the, at the end, it wasn't only you who was on the floor, but it was all the men. It was all the Tottenham players as well, weren't they? They were literally on the floor uh, once that goal had gone in, once Sterling had scored, and. What was quite amazing was the fact that they then had to get up, realize it wasn't a goal, and and play for another three minutes as well. Yes, you know, three I mean, desperate that, minutes. Ah, uh, the, the honestly, mentality that they go through is crazy. I honestly, crazy. I honestly think that the non-goal saved us for those last three minutes because it broke the city players. It broke. Mm, mm. They because like, they were firing cannons at you they were and one of them was bound to go in once that one from sterling went in the euphoria must have been such that yes you're right it must have taken the adrenaline out of them and no matter how much they tried it seemed like every shot that they had every cross that they pumped in was half measured like it didn't look like but they were ever going to score to one of my favorite moments of the game when victor wanyama gets the ball and he's like oh. around around about halfway and and he's yep. had a look and he's got two men wide open and he's just kicked it out of play. It's a, like, like he's got the ball somewhere on the right side about halfway line after his back has broken down and he's got Son and I think Llorente wide open to his left and he's just yep. kicked it really hard to his right. <laughs> it's Which beautiful. Is, if Ericsson had done that, we never would have had any of this craziness. <laughs> no, no, true. And the last uh, play of the match was Sonny getting it on the halfway line and dribbling, or or, or he got it in on the right hand side and took a shot and could have scored, and you know, and then they got a corner, didn't they? So they there was that respite right at the very very end uh, where you knew it was over, and they kept it in Mate, the in the corner. One one last thing that I want to bring up about what happened in this game is mm -hmm. that when Poch thought that we conceded that goal. Mm. He took he off his through coat. his yes, and little Jesus, little the 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 little Jesus who's the assistant. I forget his second name, but I know his first first name is Jesus. Like yeah. little Jesus, very attentively picks up his coat and takes it over to the bench. <laughs> I thought it was a beautiful folds moment. It. <laughs> folds, he it. folds it. <laughs> beautiful. Just <laughs> it's just like my boss is not happy. Mauricio is very mad. He has put, but very then, mad. then <laughs> when when Guardiola returns to the dugout after his little yeah. his little sojourn over to the corner flag, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. realizes that it's been VAR, drops to his knees and then takes his coat off. 
Mate, is this a, a Spanish-speaking thing that I'm not aware of? That when you believe I've had enough. it's over, you take off your coat. Were they, <laughs> were they too warm? What's up with that? Um, no idea. Sorry, can't go with you on that one. I think they both just. I'm, I'm, I wonder whether it was not just the first time during the game. I think. I think. I thought Guardiola had already taken it off once and then put it back on again. I don't know. I can't remember. Potts is um, on and off all night. Uh, that, that image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. But that image of, uh, of Guardiola on his knees uh, at the end, like, just, just shows you that, like, however cold he may sound uh, uh, during interviews and all that stuff, and however, tried to, however dismissive he attempts to be over quadruple talks and, and winning competitions, he loves a football match. You know, he loves a football match so much, so much that when the stakes are high, fair enough, it's also amplified. Uh, uh, and that's natural. It comes with the, the adrenaline uh, that gets taken in by anybody. Um, but that image of him on his knees at the end was just poetic. It was just so beautiful to, to see it. And I enjoyed um, it. Uh, well, I mean, you enjoyed it for different reasons, uh, yes. admittedly. Uh, I enjoyed it because I thought it was, yeah, it was it's the kind of thing that you'd see in a painting, you know. Uh, it, was just, it was just amazing. I, just, I, I thought it was, it was beautiful. I thought he was amazing. I thought, I thought they were all amazing. I thought City was amazing. I thought Tottenham were amazing. I thought the, the game was amazing. The players were amazing. I thought the referee was amazing. I thought the referee, I've never seen him before, actually. I don't know who, which referee this is, he but I thought did, he was he did the Champions calm. League. He's done a Champions League final before that ref. I'm going to say... I'm going to say he did the one where Barca beat Juve. Oh, that's okay. That's what, that's what I'm going to I'm going to put that out there. You, All right, you put that you out there, Google mate. That. You, you go Google there. that yeah. like, in the break. Mate, we I should take a break. Name, mate. It was yeah, let's to... take a break and let's come back because uh, uh, that, there's a, a plenty more to talk about, but we're, we're going to talk about all that other stuff very, very quickly. V-A-N-R. What is this world coming to? You've just had to sit through 45 minutes of this drool. Do you want some more? You're strange. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to part two of this special edition, not a special edition, this edition Born Offside, mate. It's episode 71. Uh, we covered City versus Tottenham, the euphoric match in the Champions League in the first half of it all. Mate, what's next for them? Each other again. Saturday lunchtime at the, pre the Premier League. Uh, mate, Tottenham doesn't lunatic. even have... <laughs> Which this thought this was a good idea? Mate, can I just say now, like... And I said this already on Crazy. the previous podcast. I'll say this now. You did, you did. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. Yep. But now we're going to lose like eight. I'm worried about our goal it's... difference. I, I'm, I'm worried because nah, yeah. we have a better goal difference than Arsenal. But I think after the weekend, we might not do. Like, I think, <laughs> I think it, it might. It may very well be six. Six or seven. Who knows? Uh, maybe even eight. Who knows? Right. I Especially mean... Especially if Deli Ali and Victor <laughs> Wanyama have to play in central midfield again. It definitely <laughs> Six. Isn't it strange that Kane gone missing isn't as bad now as Sissoko not there? Riddle me Wait. that. 
Or Winks not being there. Or Winks, yeah. Riddle or, me that. Or Wanyama being anyway. there. <laughs> like, it's... Mate, I don't I know. Wanyama played very well. I mean, I bearing, in mind well how, in bearing in mind how long he'd been out, I thought he did Yes, fantastic. exactly. But the last yeah, He scored a great minutes, goal last weekend. Last 10 minutes were yeah. ropey. Really ropey. Yeah, well, which is to be expected. True. The man's been out with serious injuries all over the place. But i do not even sure yeah, if he's exactly. going to be able to play another game in such quick succession. <laughs> like, I think Oliver Skip, and I think there's going to be like youth team players playing against an angry so. Kevin Skip. De Bruyne. Can you imagine the <laughs> Spurs under, <laughs> under 18, an under 18 player all ready to play your first game and you're confronted by an angry Kevin De Bruyne who just takes you to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it is not gonna be fun for whoever's in there and if it is poor skip then mate skip this game <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah don't show skip up it. don't show skip up it. yeah um because it's funny because the, the skip was was being w- it looked like he was coming coming on didn't it but then he brought Llorente on and i thought that was a a, a genius move actually it was. It really was inspired. So anyway, enough. Of, we we could keep talking till the cows come home on that game. There was a mm. lot of stuff that happened. Uh, but mate, just very quickly, let's brush over the other Champions League matches. Uh, Liverpool beat Porto by four goals to one. Did now they? in this match, did they? They did. Yeah. Did yeah, it happened anyone, at exactly the same time? Did yeah. anyone see this game? <laughs> did it actually exist? Like, you know what's funny? You know what's funny is that I, I watched quite a number of um, uh, commentators and reporters who were in the stadium at the Stadio do Dragao, as the English like to pronounce it. Um, it, it How they were in it the stadium. Uh, Dragao. Oh, that's far worse. I can anyway. understand why they say Dragao. <laughs> so they were, and they were in there. Mate, the weather was it was horrible it was pissing it down and there was reporters a number of different reporters who 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 picked up the mic and I, I watched them and I could tell in their eyes in their mind their soul that they did not want to be there <laughs> you know they did now they're reporters they got to do their job and they've got to appreciate the fact that they've got a great job a really great job mm, you know I'd, I'd kill to, to have football. that job I'd love it yeah exactly paid to watch football and then paid to to talk about it and people will listen to you talking about it but mate they did not want to be there they no. did not want to be in that stadium you could see it in their eyes they were like and i think it was almost every because it, it would pan from the studio the studio going oh and let's go to the studio to, to growl where our special comment uh, uh, specialist is there um waiting um um news 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 from there uh and you know the first thing that they go well it, it wasn't the etihad stadium but <laughs> we had this you know and that happened and uh yeah and they were trying to get through it it was amazing mate i, I watched the extended highlights of this Porto, okay so you're uh, the one you're the only one so tell us yeah probably probably Porter ran, ran them ragged in the first 30-odd minutes, uh, really did. And it was 30 minutes of very intense pressure um, where maybe Porter didn't have as many chances as, you know, goal uh, uh, chances as they should have done, actual opportunities. But they really put on a beautiful show. Their passing was slick. It was beautiful. It was, uh, they, they had Liverpool in knots. They really did. But they just couldn't get that goal. And then, and then suddenly, completely against the run of play after 30 minutes, um, Salah tries a shot which scuffs to the back post. And Mane slides in 
and manages to get the goal. Now, initially it's called for offside, but after about four and a half minutes of VAR checking, four and a half minutes to check an offside, once they actually did and they pulled it back and they checked it, they realized that he was onside and they gave the goal. Even Mane was thinking that he was offside, you know, when, and they gave the goal and then that was it. It was 1-0 at half time. And then afterwards, I think uh, they tried very hard to, to get back into it, but they just couldn't. So, um, um, so Porto out. But they won't feel too bad about being out. They'll feel as though at least they gave 30 minutes of very intense uh, uh, pressure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that, that, that was pretty much it. Liverpool then went on, scored, you know, three more uh, uh, and went through very comfortably with the 6-1 aggregate. So, uh, uh, so now Liverpool now face the winners uh, of the um, Barcelona versus Manchester United match, which was Barcelona, of course. Um, now, in this match, uh, 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 Messi finally showed up. Uh, Coutinho scored an, an absolute thunder, thunder bastard, as you like to call it. It wasn't really a thunder bastard. No, it was a curl it was a shot. Not, not, too, not too dissimilar to uh, Sonny's, uh, Sonny's goal. And I've seen Feather a couple out. actually recently. It was further out, and it was more top corner. Oh, yeah, more top cornery ish. Still middle ish, but anyway, it went over De Gea. De Gea couldn't really get to it too much, uh, but I thought that it was a beautiful goal. But mate, his celebration was quite telling, wasn't it? Did you see his celebration uh, afterwards? He, uh, yeah, yeah, he uh, he ran up to the crowd and uh, and put his fingers in his ears, you know, almost to say, you know, that silence. I've silence got ears. You, you yeah, look, I've got ears, and just below their ear lobes, but I'm putting <laughs> my fingers into my ear holes, and then just above here, there's you know the top section of the ears, which I don't know what they're called. The Gerard Piquet's um, like, no one wants your anatomy lesson. Shut up. <laughs> That's it. But they do. I'm sure they do. Uh, no, <laughs> I think they no. Uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So so Coutinho scored a, a a very nice goal. Admittedly, they were already streaks ahead, so it was kind of a pointless goal. I think Coutinho's Mate. goal. Like they didn't really. Need so, to score it. For me, this game, me, this game was all about the fact that I had a choice on Tuesday night between Manchester United versus Juventus and uh, Manchester United versus Barcelona and Ajax Juventus. So, like, which game yes. do I watch? All right, I can put them on two screens. I've got one bug, one big screen, one small screen. What's going on the big screen? What's going on the small screen? Ooh, Very tricky. Mm, not quite sure what to do here. Mm, Juventus Ajax is closer. I'll put that on the big screen. I'll put Manchester United versus uh, Barcelona on the small screen. Oh, well screen. done, mate. I'll stick did it on the small screen. you do that? Well done. I did, I did that. Good for I you. did that. And then Marcus Rashford hits the bar after 45 seconds. And I'm like, oh, yes. I shouldn't have done that. The, the fun's over there in Barcelona, yeah, over where I was. No, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll good. stay with it. I'll stay with it. Then Scott McTominay, Scott, Scott McTominay, Jose Mourinho's favourite player. Big chance. And I'm like... I'm like, yeah. oh, I really should. Maybe should have switched that over. I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't well because done. Messi, Messi well then done. scores a goal, and then yeah. he scores another one. Now, here's the thing about Messi's second goal. I don't know if you get this where you are, but where I am on the feed that I watch, mm. there's an advertisement that plays at every Champions League match where a packet of mm -hmm. Lay's crisps or what Americans would call chips, right? A oh. Lay's crisps is in the middle of the room on a table. And then at one side of the room is Lionel Messi. And on the other side of the room 
is David De Gea. And Lionel Messi and David De Gea exchange glances. They look at the crisps, they look at each other, they look at the crisps again. They are both wearing suits for some unknown reason. And then David De Gea, who's also wearing his goalkeeping gloves to a suit-based party, who the fuck does he think he is? Anyway, both of them then dive, then dive towards the packet of crisps. Now, Lionel Messi, despite not being a goalkeeper and having an obvious height disadvantage to um, David De Gea, manages to get that hand on the crisp packet at the same time. It's a draw. They chuckle. (coughs) This is the narrative of that advert. Now, in real life... advertising has just gone down the toilet. (laughs) But then in real life, Messi presents... David De Gea with a, with a crisp packet of a shot as in there was no way it should have been getting past him but somehow it True. did and I couldn't help but feel that as that advertisement came on at half time they should have filmed an alternative version where David De Gea falls on top of the crisp bag and bursts it everywhere <laughs> ruining it for everyone behind him <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, mate. And it Messi was, runs off with his finger in his hair and a crisp in his mouth going, <laughs> It was pretty dreadful. Pretty dreadful. Mate, I'm so glad that you didn't switch. I am so glad. I'm proud of you, mate. I am proud of you because uh, obviously with the, with the English uh, 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 sort of background and everything, the, the, the enticement of watching an English team you know, because you recognize the players more and then you empathize with the team or whatever, whether you like them or hate them, you know, whether you want them to win or want them to lose, the, the you know, the, the enticing factor is there and you want to uh, uh, watch, you know, where you recognize the players a little bit more and, and, and can go with them. But you did it and you, and football won. Well done. You, you went rewarded. for the match that was, was you I were was rewarded, rewarded because, because everyone's because second favorite team. Everyone, yep. the, the light, the shiny little boys of Amsterdam up against the evil old lady of Italy. The club that when their player is racially abused, they don't back him. The club that when their star player is accused of rape, they back him. The club <laughs> that bribes referees, the club that's been accused of doping their own players, evil incarnate was up against the angelic little cherubs from Amsterdam. A bunch of boys that had had so much weed. It's even a, surprising they can even make it up on the field. And typically in games like this, evil wins. And evil looked like it was going to win when accused, rap- accused rapist in chief, Cristiano Ronaldo, who they purchased specifically to win this competition, the mercenary from Madeira heads the ball in after plucky cherub Frankie de Jong trips up fellow plucky cherub Matthias de Ligt at a corner, leaving the mercenary from Madeira alone to head the ball into a gaping net. And you're thinking, evil is going to triumph again. But then, then Mm. the cherubs decided to play football. My lord, mate. And honestly, sorry, I'll stop it. My lord, it was a we- it was a weird, weird game because I put it to you that Ajax didn't play all that well. 
kind of. Mm. Like, um, well, they're star players. The ones that have been touted as as being the big ones to move to other clubs, they were the ones that didn't play well. The De Jongs and the well, De, well De De Jong- played played great. Oh, De Ligt was De Jong, was yeah. magnificent. De Ligt was good, but but De Jong, who De Jong you've been was... raving about for a yearish, like you've been yeah. you've been off on yeah. one about De Jong for a while. This is my first opportunity to watch him. For 90 minutes. I've seen the highlight reels and the flicks and the tricks and the things in here. But this is my first opportunity to watch him for 90 minutes. And I was watching it going, what is Jay on? He's not that good. What's he doing? <coughs> Maybe he's got him mixed up with Van der Beek. Because Van der Beek was everywhere. Van der Beek was good, wasn't he? Yeah. He was everywhere. Yeah. No, no, no. De Jong had a bad match by his standards. Uh, and... and, and uh, uh, everybody said so at the end as well, but I, I think that um, uh, he's 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 got he's got everything, mate. He's, he really does. He's uh, I, I would like to see him transformed into something more of a Kevin De Bruyne, but he's not like that. He's much more nonchalant on the ball. Like he just he's just yeah. I, I think he's I think he's better than than. He's, he's, I think he's a better watch than Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne is great to watch, fair enough, because he's he's direct and he's got wonderful passing vision and he's, you know, um, but he's ginger. Uh, but mind you, isn't De Jong ginger? No, no, they don't have Ginger-ish. gingers in, in the Netherlands, do they? They're, they're uh, all, they're all. Uh, Huntelaar? Yeah. Oh, Huntelaar looks pretty ginger. Yeah, it could be. Um, but yeah, no, De, Klaus Jan De Jong ginger. definitely. <laughs> uh, De Jong definitely is, is, I think, a more beautiful watch. You know, I would pay to watch De Jong over De Bruyne. Uh, De Jong, De Bruyne, all these De, De people. Um, Not on Tuesday uh, night, you wouldn't have. If you'd done that on Tuesday night, you would have been spending your money inappropriately. Like, I'll give him another chance. Inappropriately. But, Fair enough. But like, yeah, well... Well, you won't need to give him another chance, mate. He's going to, he'll, you'll be able to see, you know, soon enough, especially moving to a team like Barcelona. Oh, mate, that's just, it's almost unfair. It's almost unfair, really, to be honest. I wasn't happy when I saw the news that he went to Barcelona. And apparently now there's a lot of talk of going there as well, which would be, you know, I mean, they're both outstanding young football players and i think that uh, they're gonna they're gonna transform that um you know they're, they're the next generation to to come through and barcelona have done completely the right thing in getting these two players i think anyway but we'll see we'll see yeah um, and it was it anyway, was back, back to the game yeah it was weird the game because then ajax obviously scored two goals um yep. but they scored the two scrappiest goals that they could have scored, if you get what I mean. The, the yes. Van der Beek equaliser comes after a, a, a shot deflects into his path and he thinks he's offside when he tucks it away. Like mm-hmm. He tucks it away because he thinks, well, I should, just in case I'm not. But then he's not. And he's like, oh, hello. I love that. It's a goal. And then in the second half, they had countless chances and Zayic, mm. Zayic, am I saying it properly? The, the Moroccan kid who, who's yes. so well touted and David Neres, who I myself have compared Neres to, well. c- compared yep. to uh, 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 a newly born Bambi. The pair of them made some horrendous finishing decisions. Some, I mean, some <laughs> horrendous choices and execution. Like, 
And I was convinced after they missed chance after chance. There was one where Zayats got the ball at the back stick and like has to tap it into the net and attempts to play it across to nobody in particular. And I'm like, they're going to mess this up. They're going to, they're going to let them off the hook. Ronaldo is going to score a 90-second minute penalty for a foul that never was. That's what's going to happen yeah. here. But Mateus Mateus Delict very openly decided that he wasn't having any of that and rose like a salmon to nod in a corner. And it was weird because it was kind of a scrappy, almost Cardiff-esque goal that that he's um, eventually put into the back of the net. And they went through and they deserved to go through because they played beautiful football. And I must say, and you won't like me for saying it, but I'm going to say it, Dusan Tadic was sensational again. Absolutely. No, no, no. Mate, I don't know why you you keep thinking that I don't know. Like, he wanted to leave Southampton. And And he did. It's very strange to say this. Yeah, yeah, he did. (laughs) And it's very strange to say this, but like, he is probably the one player that I don't mind because he was I'm not gonna say he was too good for Southampton I think he he wasn't let, let's be fair like he was in a team yeah he is too good for Southampton in some ways but like he was in a team of, of players who were uh, of a standard so much lower than what he could play with that his standard dropped Do you know what I mean so like we never really saw great stuff from him but what he did give, you know, he gave with a lot of heart. And I'm happy, of, uh, really happy to have had him there for the four years that he was there. He he played a lot of games. He scored a lot of goals, you know, and uh, he could have scored more, could have, you know, whatever. But, like, he also had to go through a lot of crap. He's 30 years old now. He had to go through a lot of crap during the highlights of what should have been an amazing time in his career. And he had to go through some horrible managers. He had to go to Puel. He had to go through Hughes at the beginning. He had to go through, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. If, if Hasenhutl was there when he arrived, I think he might quite possibly might have stayed, uh, um, you know, and, and he would have been great for us, absolutely great for us, but he wouldn't have reached the heights. I'm happy for him now. Mate, do you know he scored, he scored more goals this season than he has in the four years that he was with Southampton. Wow. He scored more goals for Ajax this season than he has for the four years. He scored 20 goals this season in 30 appearances for Ajax. He only, uh, sorry, 22 goals. He only scored 20 for, for, for Southampton, more than 100, 100 odd appearances. Um, mate, mate, I actually have and, a trivia I'm, question I'm, for I'm you. I like, yeah, go on. Uh, go on mate, I'm not good at these. Barcelona... Of, of the four teams mm-hmm. that are through to the Champions League, because we touched them all now, like uh, Spurs, Ajax, uh, yep. Barcelona, and Liverpool. Liverpool. Barcelona yep. are the odd one out for what reason? Ooh. They've always lost to an English team after the English team has won in Portugal? No, the correct answer is Barcelona are the only team without a former Southampton player in their squad. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, all right, fine. Back off. Um, is that true, actually? I wouldn't be surprised if there was a Southampton player in there somewhere, but no, 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 I don't think it is. You're right. Yeah, Tadic over at Ajax. Well Wanyama, done, Spurs. Wanyama, Tadic, yeah, Van Dijk. Name but a few. 
and then the whole of the Liverpool team. Yes, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> mate, uh, you know that uh, I'm I'm in constant uh, um, viewing of the Southampton chat rooms and all sorts of stuff, and and there's often a lot of talk about about that. But you know what? Uh, just, uh, there's nothing we can do. It's, all, all we can do is, is pray that we keep Hasenhutl. Uh, you know, as long as we keep Hasenhutl, then I'm I'm happy. I just I wish he would sign a, a 100 contract. That would be fine. Out, and out, everything else out can go of, by the by. Out of the six or seven former Southampton players now through to the Champions League semi-finals, yes. which one which one would you have win the trophy? Like just as an individual. Oh, Tadic. Yeah, Tadic, no, no, Tadic, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100. percent When you're Wanyama's a dick, uh, um, you know. For, for, uh, actually, Wanyama wasn't. Look, it's all about the manner in which they leave. Okay, I was mm-hmm. I was talking to, to this about a, 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 to a mate a, a little while ago. You know, Adam Blablana, he can go screw himself. Uh, Dejan Lovren, he can screw himself so many times. I'm so happy he's now the fourth best uh, central defender at Liverpool. It's just it it gives me so much joy to see him on the bench all the time um van dyke he's a little pussy i'm so glad he's gone what a dick um and uh and then and then you've got Mane. no problem no problem at all because he didn't make a whole hoo-ha fuss about all this crap um lambert's you know he was a boyhood lambert's not in any of those squads (laughs) like I'm just talking about the Liverpool guys, oh, yeah. who have, the guys who have gone from Liverpool. But you see, okay, and if you're going to start talking about Kuhlman, for example, the way he left, what a dick. Pochettino, oh, I'm getting better with him. I'm forgiving him a little bit, but Pochettino left under a bit of a cloud as well. Mid-season, you know, it wasn't great, you know. And no, he left at the, the end of the season. Oh, did he leave at the end of the season? I think Pochettino, I can't remember, I can't remember. But, like, I, I seem to, yeah, Pochettino was nowhere near as bad as Kuhlman. You know, Kuhlman was just a two-faced little bitch, you know, because he basically came out and there was an offer for a player. And he said, look, if it's all about money, then I completely disagree with a player leaving a club if it's just about money. A week later, Everton step in and offer him this multi-quadrillion whatever. And he fucking fucks off. Now, I've got no time at all for Kuhlman. No time at all. I hope he dies. Um, but yeah, no, like, that's, sorry, it's a bit much. No, man, it's yeah, fine. I mean, he will eventually. But... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, no, 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 do some Tadic all the way. I, I would love to see him uh, lift lift that trophy. Uh, I, I really, really would. Um, uh, and other than that, uh, the only other person that I wouldn't wouldn't mind too much, yeah, probably Pochettino's growing into it now. So he's he's you know, especially because of all the things that he said about Southampton in the last couple of seasons since he's come back. Like every time he comes back to play a match, he's always saying how much of a wonderful time he had at Southampton. How he still has friends here at Southampton could all be bullshit, but anyway, uh, he he I don't think so, you know. And how he says that it was one of the most special times and one of the most important times of his life as well because it was the transition from Spanish football into to English football, and Southampton gave him a chance to express himself and to put things into into the way he wanted to do things so he always speaks very highly of Southampton so I'm, I've, I've got time for him um, in, in Pochettino's yeah. book he writes well I, I know it's written by Guillaume Balaguer but like it, it uh, he praises Southampton to the hilt and he and he mm. also says in that book that the reason he left is because Cortesi who was the um, the guy who brought him over and, him, and apparently him and Cortesi still talk a lot. 
Cortese, mm. the way that Cortese was removed from the club upset him. Mm. That, that he didn't like to see people treated in, treated in that way. And he thought that Cortese was bad, badly treated. And, and, and that's why he went. Anyway, now he's in the Champions League semi-finals. Cortese, come back, please, Cortese. Mate, and there is a lot of talk now about the fact that Ralph, <coughs> Ralph, Ralph Kruger's departure may have a similar effect on Ralph Hasenhutl as well. Oh, my God. Please, no. Well, not because he's like, you can't do that to another Ralph? Yeah, we could be. No, Ralph Kruger was the man who convinced Ralph Hasenhutl to come to Southampton. He was and like, Ralph, Ralph has... I'm also called Ralph. Come over. I'm also called Ralph. Yay! Yeah! Party, party. <laughs> and they, they both speak German, apparently, so they both had that connecting point there, and they were both quite... Uh, yeah, uh, Kruger was instrumental. And um, I just hope... Because Southampton are not in a good place right now uh, in terms of uh, not knowing our structure, to be honest. We, we need to have somebody come in there and, and really, you know, take us through to the next level. And it could so easily go wrong. So watch this space for Southampton. But yeah, anyway, well, I am watching this space anyway. I don't think anyone else really cares. Um, mate, we have veered and we're not supposed to be doing that. Uh, but the, the fact of the matter is that Ajax got through against Juventus. And I think that that was a wonderful victory for, like you said, light over dark. Um, mate, predictions on, uh, um, uh, very quickly now, because we obviously we, already, we don't have a draw. We already know Ajax will be playing Tottenham uh, and uh, Liverpool will be playing Barcelona. Your very quick predictions for, uh, for who's going to make it through to the final. I think Liverpool will beat Barcelona comfortably. I think the Barcelona are not the Barcelona of old. I think they're overly reliant on Messi. And I think that when exposed to a team that plays at the pace that Liverpool play at and who are defensively very solid, I think Liverpool have let in 20 goals all season, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I expect bearing... Like, unless they do something silly, like there's a silly red card, or if one of the front three gets injured, they do have a problem. Because I, I don't like um, the backup mate, to the front mate, three. I don't, I don't care. Ajax versus Tottenham. Come on. All right. All right. Ajax versus Tottenham. I, I, think, honest, I think, honestly, you have to put Ajax as favorites. Like, because. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, hear Look me out. Me. Hear me Beautiful. out. <laughs> Come on, come on, come on, come on. Give me out. Harry Kane is out. Son's out the first leg. True. Winks is probably out. Sissoko is probably out. Like, who's going to score a goal? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, sorry. Is the first leg in... The first leg is is at Spurs, sorry. No, the first leg is in London. Oh, no, well, that might shoot it that sunny. way. Yes, because yeah, that might score an away goal. It's, yeah. also, it's also interesting because Davinson Sanchez, Jan Vertonghen, Toby Alderweireld, and Christian Eriksen That's right. all used yes. to play for Ajax. That's very right, yes. There was a wonderful tweet by, uh, I think it was Alderweireld, wasn't it? Uh, that, sorry, Vertonghen. Um, I think it was Vertonghen. The, and then he he sort of tweeted, "We're coming home," yeah. or uh, yeah, we're, we're yeah on our way home. So that's that'll be great. Um, but yeah, look, you you you're probably right. Actually, they're probably favourites. Um, 
it's it's going to be very very tough to see how without Sissoko. Oh God, I still I'm still trying to get used to saying that. Without <laughs> Sissoko playing in the center of the park uh, for Tottenham, oh, it sounds horrible. It sounds horrible, but it's so right. But mate, in, um, in the first yeah, game with no Kane and no Son, who scores the goals? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be tough to see, mate. You, Lucas Moura scored that hat trick a, a week ago. Yeah, and uh, Vertonghen be, did get one, didn't he, against Dortmund? Maybe that that's what we oh, need, mate. No, it's I got it. It's Fernando, Fernando Lampard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the light just shone in. It's him. It's him. When he scored that goal, by the way. <coughs> uh, when he scored that goal, and he went off and reeled off and celebrated. I was imagining the whole of Spain going. Oh, I remember him. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've got two text messages that said exactly that. But I, they said it when, it when he came on. They were like, Yerente, oh, that's where he is. <laughs> like, oh, I remember him. Where's Soldado? Aren't they the same? Ah, oh, anyway. Yeah, come on. Let's keep very going. Different, very different players, Yerente and Soldado. Anyway. Same no, results. I, I, I really weirdly think that Tottenham should try and hold out for a nil-nil at home. And then hope to get a score draw away from home. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Uh, either either way, it's going to be a very very exciting Champions League semi final. Uh, um, and I think that uh, it's it's. I I, I love I, lo- I have loved this year's sem- uh, uh, Champions League, and I've loved this year's. Uh, uh, Premier League as well. I think it has been an absolutely fascinating and gripping campaign uh, all round. Um, and and all culminated with with the fact that now you know Man City are going to have to play Tottenham again in exactly the same place, exactly the same time. It's just nuts, you know. It's just absolutely nuts. So, uh, but yeah, we shall see how it all pans out, uh, mate. Let's take a quick break and let's uh, finish up and wrap up the whole thing with the the, the weekend's matches. If you had a choice between Portsmouth staying down in League One, or Liverpool winning the title, which would you choose? It's a tough one. And welcome back, everybody, for uh, the last part of Born Offside. We're going to zip through uh, the Premier League's matches this weekend, uh, all of which are extremely exciting uh, for many, many a reason. But of course, and as we've already discussed, the first early kickoff, 12.30. Mate, we've already talked about it quite a lot. Manchester City uh, will be very, very angry and they're going to be playing uh, an angry De Bruyne versus a, uh, a Bambi-like Skip in the middle of... Uh... Now, I like Skip. I like him. From what I, like I, him I haven't too. seen He looks like of... a nice lad. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He looks he like, looks a, nice like a, World War II, a World War II pilot, doesn't he? <laughs> he could very well, couldn't he? But one of the nice ones, like Oliver Skip. Yeah. Who's, who's yeah, that yeah. up there in that plane? That's Mister Oliver Skip. Look at him with his, oh. his nine to twelve haircut and his boyish good looks. <laughs> oh my God, he's been shot out of the sky by an angry Belgian man. <laughs> Epitomizing everything that the British Navy wants in its navy. Go, um, mate. He is. He's lovely. Not navy. What is it? Uh, Air Force, Air Force, air, air attacking, yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, the matches, uh, the, obviously, I think it, it is the thigh rubber, really, uh, of the of the weekend. Manchester City versus Tottenham, and like you said, you think that it's going to end up. And I'm 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 going to have to agree with you as well. I think it's going to be uh, a 
a Manchester City win. Um, but the thing that, that's, that's going on at the moment is the fact that Manchester City have to get themselves back up again. And I think they will. I think Guardiola will do it. They have to get them back, back up again. And they have to win this match because as we discussed in the last podcast, they can't afford to lose anything now, can they? Liverpool, in all probability, are going to win every single match. And if they win every single match, that very simply means that Man City need to win every single match. And I think that this one is, is the crunch one. Will they be able to get over everything that has happened? Probably yes, because they may even chop and change the side a little bit probably slight two slightly different size different players uh but mate they need this don't they 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 really do for the for 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 the title they do and they will get it because they're angry and they're upset and we are the ones who upset them and they're going to take their anger out on us so it's fine let them do it very true very true all right I, i i just don't see us getting anything out of it at all i have liverpool friends who are sending me facebook messages saying now nah, do it again on the weekend and i'm writing back to him going dream on <laughs> like that's not going to happen not gonna happen not like, gonna happen <laughs> you've got way more chance of burnley providing you with the with the you know the stealing of points that you require way more chance. <laughs> i'd give huddersfield more of a chance of taking points off city than us huddersfield really it's not going to happen <laughs> All right, okay. You play it all down and then... And, I'm, and mate, we'll I'm not what, even playing it all down. See what you like just on Tuesday when down. we come and re-record another one. We'll be like, oh, oh, they won. Two now. Oh, well, mate, anyway. If they, if they win, I won't even be goals. all that excited. Oliver, skip with two goals. Now you're pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Bursting through the midfield. Even if, they, even if they win, <laughs> honestly, even if they win, I won't be... It'll be like, oh, that's a, that's a good, good bonus for the top four like cool yeah no it will it will be um but it will derail manchester city and uh um like you said in a in previous podcast as well you can you can contact your only man city friend and and, and, and say do you remember that that one where you won won the one title won the that's single the one. yeah you won the single that's the one <laughs> um mate the other thigh rubber we'll move through these quickly the other thigh rubber uh, would probably have to say is uh, um at goodison where Manchester United are going to play against um, uh, an Everton side who looked like they were on form until last week with that abysmal 2-0 defeat uh, uh, against uh, already relegated, sorry, Fulham. Um, It it, it should really be a thigh rubber because Man United are obviously fighting for for that fourth spot, but they've become very SHIT, haven't they, Uh, all of a sudden? If this Um, is a thigh rubber, it's the rubbing of two very disappointing thighs. They're they're (laughs) thighs that have been squeezed into leather trousers and you've thought, ooh, I'll have some of that. And then when the trousers have been removed, you're like, ooh, flabbier than I thought. (sighs) Yeah, mm. and some hair. Yeah, <laughs> hairy thighs. That's weird. Not, not um, what I was looking for in a thigh. Not at all. Not at I, all. I feel a bit um, bad about rubbing these. Can, <laughs> can I put them back? My um, <laughs> my thanks. My uh, uh, tendency would be to, to obviously with the whole Portuguese connection, once again, I'm rooting for Everton to do it, but for so many other reasons as well. I really don't want Manchester United to finish in the top four. Uh, I'd like it if they didn't even finish in the top six. That'd be nice, but they're obviously going to be there. But uh, And I, I think I'd like to see Everton win the Everton Cup. And, uh, you know, it could just be weird, you know, if it was somebody else winning that. 
just wouldn't do it for me. Um, the other match uh, matches involving top uh, four uh, prospects: Arsenal at home to Crystal Palace. Uh, really, we can only see an Arsenal win there, can't we? With Crystal Palace, mm. Crystal Palace has got not not a bad away record, but they're just coming off the back of a few disappointing results and performances. And really, Arsenal and when you get also disappointing. When you get to this mm. point of the season, you often find that the team that needs the result against the team that doesn't need a result it ends up with the team getting yeah. the result, usually, more often than Very not. true, very true. And Arsenal really do need that to try and cement that fourth spot. May, um, may I'd say that yeah. interest is possibly, just possibly, at the, at the Liverpool-Cardiff game because Cardiff yes. breathe again. Yeah, yeah. The warlock Very true. is not yet back in his cage. And we, we haven't spoken about that, have we? The 2-0 win down at the Amex um, it was uh, on last Tuesday was really... I, I know a lot of people were saying, no, it's not going to be a surprise, but I was surprised. I really thought that it, this would have been the final nail on, in, in, in the old coffin. And of course, for me, it's not very enjoyable. I want to see Cardiff down quickly. Um, uh, you know, regardless of whether we think it's going to be Brighton or not, Southampton is still mathematically in there. So I, uh, I, I really was rooting for um, for a Brighton win. Uh, but yeah, Cardiff are back. Um, but surely they can't do this, can they? Surely they can't derail the the Liverpool uh, 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 express towards the title. Can they? Can they do it? Can they do it? Hmm. They could, right? They, they could. could. That's what you want to say. They could. They could. I mean, they, they could take it. points off. It's it. it's it's uh, one exactly. of the it's one of the games where both teams need it. And at this stage of the season, you want to watch the games where both teams want something out of it. Sure. You know, yeah, like watching absolutely. one team who need a result against a team who don't really isn't fun. Ah, oh, it's not fun. It's like watching the third, fourth playoff in the World Cups. Yeah, just you know. No. Um, no. It's not like that at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and finally, uh, 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 for the top four tops, uh, four uh, yeah uh, matches as well, uh, the game on Monday, which is Chelsea against Burnley. So um, and the Chelsea at home, Burnley. Ugh, this is the the first of a run of four extremely tough matches for Burnley uh, uh, towards the, uh, the 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 finishing line of the season. Um, Chelsea, you know. Kind of, they they blow hot and cold, don't they? So, but but I really can't see Chelsea home to Burnley. One, home to Burnley, you fancy them? Home to Burnley, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's cover the other matches uh, very quickly. Down at the bottom, um, uh, yes, obviously the Cardiff match is very very important. But uh, Wolves at home to Brighton. Brighton uh, are right back in the thick of it. It's going to be a tough one for them. Uh, what what chances do we give them there? Uh, Wolves will win. Brighton are terrible. Mm-hmm. Brighton, Absolutely. Brighton are done. Brighton just have to hope Cardiff can't catch them. Like, yeah, absolutely. That'll be that'll be the, the the real one. But I mean, it's only two points. Brighton have also got a pretty pretty horrid run in, uh, um, so they'll have to see how that happens. But it'll be interesting to see it because there'll be lots of points dropped as opposed to points being gained. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Bournemouth versus Fulham. Is there any interest at all? Can we say anything about this match at all? No. Um, this game will be relaxed. If you like a nice, relaxed game of football, this is a place to go. All right. Okay, good. Huddersfield at home to Watford. 
Nathan Even less Watford. interesting than Bournemouth versus Tottenham. <laughs> Watford want that seventh place, though, don't they? They want to try and get up as high as possible. And off the back of their uh, uh, um, semi-final uh, FA Cup defeat, uh, they'll be wanting to get one up. And also last week as well. Um, mate, here we go. Are you ready? Grimace, please. West Ham versus Leicester. Oh, come on. Um, I know. Look quickly. We just, we just want to finish this. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. If ever there was a, a, a Premier League match to, to you know, really advertise the Premier League, uh, you know, throughout the world, overseas to see, you know, would you, re- would you really recommend this match to anybody? You know what? With neither of them having to go for anything, it might end up as like one of those weird five fives. Yeah. But like, yeah. even so, like wow. a, fi- a five five that's not really interesting because <laughs> yeah. no one, like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I mean, there's the whole seventh place, right? Which this year has taken on new meaning. Uh, for the first time. So the fight battled to be the best of the rest. I guess they're both in there. So there's that as well, but it's not going to be a great game. I think not, not going to be very good. Um, all right. And finally the last match, uh, and we'll get this one over and done with nice and quickly as well. Uh, Southampton travel up to Newcastle to face Newcastle United. Um, this, this match, you know, for me anyways, is obviously a, a, a big one. It's the late Saturday afternoon kickoff, um, meaning it'll probably be at around four in the morning in Melbourne. So I'll do my very merry best to watch it. Uh, but uh, but it's going to be tough. Um, give us your prediction on this one. Nil, nil. Sorry, mate, but Newcastle, Newcastle know how to defend and they it's don't know true. how to attack. So it's very true. Nil very true. All written all over it. Mate, I wouldn't All get up right. for that. If I were you, I'd stay in bed. <coughs> There's a good possibility that I will. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much uh, for putting up with us during this. Putting up with Dave, anyway, during this, uh, <laughs> this podcast. Uh, we will be back next week, uh, uh, probably on the Tuesday, to review um, possibly just after the Chelsea Burnley game, I think, because that'll be like Monday night for you, basically. Tuesday morning for me. We'll, uh, we'll record that and then we'll release it. And we'll come back with news from the Premier League to see if this title race has hotted up even more than it possibly could at the moment. Um, from me, I think that's that's pretty much it. Dave, and for me, Oliver, Oliver Skips, Oliver Skips, biggest fan. I bid you farewell. <laughs> come on, Oliver. Come on, come on, Skip. Bye. Bye.